Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. The past several decades have seen some success stories in the way of cleaning up air pollution, including the once-contaminated oil refinery in Mexico City and the infamous Los Angeles smog. Although Southern Californians are still working toward air that will allow them to breathe easy, you can see how far they've come by looking at some of the historic photos posted over at kcet.org. However, the World Health Organization, or WHO, still estimates that adverse health effects due to ambient air pollution killed 3 million people in 2012, making it one of the largest environmental risks to human health. In fact, 98% of cities in low- and middle-income countries do not meet WHO air quality guidelines. In high-income countries, that percentage is at 56%, or still more than half. The variation in air quality from country to country is even clearer in the WHO's map of global ambient air pollution, which shows the majority of the U.S. and Canada have WHO air quality guideline levels of less than the recommended maximum of 10 micrograms per cubic meter. In the United States, our clean air is due in large part to regulations on likely polluters inspired and enforced by the Environmental Protection Agency. However, our access to clean air in the U.S. could change. The current administration has proposed to eliminate 31% of the annual budget for the EPA, or a total of $2.6 billion. If this budget passes, one in five EPA employees, about 3,000 people, are expected to lose their jobs, which could lead to difficulties in assessing and enforcing current regulations. Although the proposed budget cuts would be felt throughout the EPA, Reuters reports that the president may be drafting an executive order that will specifically work to reduce existing financial benefits in place to encourage industries to reduce their contributions to air pollution. So let's take a look at what causes air pollution, whether your city or country is on the worst polluters list, and what you can do to avoid it. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Creation Crate. If you are really interested in building do-it-yourself robotic projects, then you are going to love Creation Crate. Creation Crate is a subscription tech education curriculum that delivers new tech projects to you every single month. Inside the crates are instructions, components, and everything else you will need to learn and complete the project. The best part is, the projects teach you a more challenging lesson each month. You will get to create projects like mood lamps, distance detectors, optical theremins, and much, much more. I even got my preschooler involved, who loved plugging in LEDs and resistors into the breadboard. Other companies charge around $100 for their robotic starter kits, but Creation Crate has packages available for as low as $22 per month. And if you love saving even more money, they offer free shipping worldwide. 
For a short time, you can use promo code Einstein for $5 off their first mood lamp project. Just imagine how much time and money you will save in learning how to program and code when everything you need is sent right to your doorstep. Again, that's www.mycreationcrate.com for 10% off using promo code Einstein. What causes air pollution? According to the Natural Resources Defense Council, the most common sources of outdoor ambient air pollution come from the release of gases and chemicals into the air during energy use and production, like, for example, the burning of fossil fuels like coal, gas, or natural gas by cars, trucks, factories, power plants, incinerators, and other engines. The EPA breaks down the main types of air pollutants into six categories. Ground-level ozone, or smog, particulate matter, or soot, carbon monoxide, lead, sulfur dioxide, and nitrogen dioxide. Other air pollutants include mercury and benzene, found in gasoline. Smog forms when the emissions from the burning of fossil fuels combine with sunlight. Thus, rising global temperatures will necessarily lead to an increase in the right conditions for smog to thrive. Particulate matter, or soot, describes tiny solid or gas particles of soil, smoke, dust, and allergens like pollen and mold. Reports like those from the World Health Organization also incorporate contributions from indoor air pollution sources, like homes that use biomass fuels and coal for cooking and heating. Air pollution has been linked to respiratory diseases like lung cancer and chronic respiratory problems like asthma, as well as stroke, heart disease, and bladder cancer. Pollutants can also enter our bloodstream, causing longer-term blood disorders, and even complications with our immune, nervous, and endocrine systems. Pregnant women and children under the age of five are most at risk. So how bad is air pollution worldwide? A recent study in the Journal of Geophysical Research Letters found that more than half a million people in the country of India died prematurely in 2011, due to air pollution-related deaths, a tragedy that further cost the country hundreds of billions of dollars. In China, where air pollution levels have repeatedly clocked in at levels of over 300 micrograms per cubic meter, well over the WHO's suggested limit of 10 micrograms per cubic meter, unhealthy air is estimated to lead to 1.6 million deaths each year. In a report from the American Lung Association, cities in the U.S. were ranked based on both their year-round levels of ambient particulate matter and their ozone exposure from 2011 to 2013. All of the top seven cities for high levels of particulate pollution were in California, including Bakersfield and Fresno, Madera, where 9% of the population suffers from asthma. Also in the top 12 were Pittsburgh, Louisville, Cleveland, and Philadelphia. Whether or not you live in one of these cities, what can you do to limit your exposure to air pollutants? The Natural Resources Defense Council has a helpful list of individual actions each one of us can take to protect ourselves from ambient pollution. Stay away from obvious smoke, whether it's coming from a tailpipe or a ground vent, and encourage school buses not to idle, for example, near where children play. Check the air quality reports in your area. You can sign up at airnow.gov and consider avoiding outdoor physical activity at times when levels are particularly high. 
And of course, limit your own contribution to pollution by minimizing driving and pushing for regulation at the local, state, and national levels to protect our communities. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.